Hello one, hello all. Welcome to the Wizards of the Coast um podcast. This is where we um publish our House of Hades Greek myth- mythological campaign and this is also where we have like our little talk show. It's about D&D, uh the fantasy world, the world of D&D and some other things among um so without further ado, let's um let's get started um with some introductions. I will go from the top of the call which will be Sanji. Please introduce yourself, um, your name, pronouns, uh, who you are. Uh, yo, what's up? I'm Sanji. Uh, I go by he, him, or they, them. Not because I'm non-binary, but because uh, I don't give a shit about gendered pronouns. Uh, that'll basically be it for now. <laughs> Alright, anyway, um, that is Sanji. Sanji plays the character Beercast in our House of Hades campaign. Um, next up, I would like to introduce our newcomer, Mikey. Please introduce yourself, pronouns, and um, a little mm-hmm. bit Hi, I'm Mikey. Um, my pronouns are he, they. I don't care which ones you use. Um, I play Demi. Um, for, some, for some of you that do not know, Demi is a gigantic minotoid, which is a custom homebrew race. Um, it's a minotaur humanoid uh, called a, it's a minotoid, and Demi is like the the strong barbaric type of the party. And now, um, if Val, can you please introduce yourself? Hi, um, my name is Val. I use he him pronouns, and in this campaign, I do play a wood elf named Thien. Yes, yes, Thien is our Thien is our child of the dead. And last, uh, last but not least, Yoko, if you may please introduce yourself, who you play, and tell me something about yourself. Yoko. Sorry, give me a moment. I need to finish this mouth full of rice. For real, that's so real. Okay, hi, I'm Yoko. My pronouns are whichever ones you want to use. I'm in the middle of a gender crisis and I couldn't really care right now. Uh, here I am constantly wild in, but on House of Hades, I play Zeno or Zero, the affront to nature, uh, war forged artificer. Real, that is um. Some if, if, if y'all aren't in the in the Discord, but um, their nickname is the NPC because it's literally just a bot. Um. Oh, and I guess I there's uh one other there's two others that are not here with us right now, but they will be here when we do our actual campaign. Um. But hi, I am Starry. Uh, my pronouns are they, them, he or she. I do not care. Go for it. Don't call me late for dinner because I will get mad because I love food. Um. I am the DM. Um, of House of Hades, and well, we all like to welcome you to the Wizard of the Coast. As I think we should just get into it. As our first topic of the day is, um, how did we all get into D and D? I'm interesting. To, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing some of those stories. How did How did y'all get into D and D? Like Sanji, Val, all of you, tell me, tell me. I'm intrigued. If you mind, if I go first, um, please. Sanji, did you say something? 
I said, would you mind if I go first, please? Um, sure. We'll go Sanji, then Val, then Mikey, then you'll come myself. Yeah, okay, so... My mother grew up playing D&D, and I was raised on some of the stories of, like, stuff that she used to do. Nothing was ever too specific, but, you know... Um, it was always interesting to me. Um, they'd played the, the uh, Dungeons & Dragons MMO quite a lot um, in front of me when I was young. And, uh, yeah, it was always quite interesting. And so, after years of my life not really doing anything, <laughs> um, I thought, may as well see what the fuss is all about. Um, picked up the Dungeons & Dragons animated series, watched all of that, um, <laughs> for some reason, and then started uh, watching Critical Role, and, you know, because it's always fucking Critical Role. Um, real. That's so real. That's so real. Critical Role is the Naruto of D&D podcasts. That's so real. So real. So, yeah, um, it took years after watching that before I finally got into a game itself, and then... <sighs> I'm still new to this, technically, because of how often games fell through. So, here I am, still a newbie. Alright, well, uh, I, I was I say I speak for all of us when you say, as a newbie, you have been kind of, kind of one of the, like... I'm, how do I say this? As a newbie, you have actually surprised me because when I was just starting D&D, I, I literally did not know what my AC was. I rolled a D20 to find out if something hit me or not. It would be so real. Um, While you were at home, whittling away your, your mighty powers, I was studying the blade. Except the blade is D&D. <laughs> um, Except this one nerd thing is this other nerd thing real as um we are going to move on to Val because I know Val was trying to talk Val how did you hi um I got into D&D through um okay it's kind of embarrassing but I used to be in a bunch of roleplay servers and one day they're like hey Val you want to play D&D and I was like not for me that's a that's a nerd thing to do um, uh, don't cue back, uh, here for now, but, um, I would play it as NPC, I actually found it really fun, and then, um, four to five years later, I'm sitting here in my room, like, playing D&D for, like, you know, five times out of seven days, um, and, yeah, I'd say I'm pretty experienced, and that's how I got into it, and I do want to be a character developer and game developer in the future, so I do find D&D as a way to kind of get myself towards that goal. So real, so real. Um, funny you mentioned that. Um, before we get to on, Yoko, please, explain to me how you got into D&D, my friend. Uh, so one night, very, very late at night, maybe two, three in the morning, I drank, like, three or four energy drinks and blacked out. Then uh, when I woke up, I had a fully-fledged character sheet and about 30 tabs worth of D&D um, knowledge. What? Nah, nah, bro, bro was on cocaine. Bro was on drugs. I'm convinced. 
Oh no, bro. <laughs> nah, he's on drugs. Um, I vouch. I say we turn him in to the FBI. We we nah. There's no way. Not in the. Not even the FBI want my ass. No. Um, Mikey, you have been awesome. Princess, tell me how you guys. I'm just a nerd. <laughs> I just became aware of it and it consumed my entire brain. So my story is the least interesting. <laughs> Bro, you can't get any less interesting than meandered my way through. Hey, roll twenty. Hey, uh, hey, critical roll. Hey, um, now I'm here. <laughs> so, um, for me, I'm. I was, um, we were at a, uh, so as some of you guys don't know, well, all, pretty, well, I hope all of you guys don't know, otherwise I'd be very awkward. Um, as all of you guys do not know, um, I went to be a musical education major, musical composition major, and we ran a marching band game, and I was talking to my best friend, like, hey, blah, 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 I love, I want to play D&D one day, and little did I know that best friend was a part of a D&D podcast. Um, here's a shameless plug. Everyone go, uh, look out on Spotify, go download some episodes, go watch the Tabletop Rats play games. Um, as I'm also part of that group, I play the Wood Elf St. Hayes and the Seer Elf in the Pathfinder campaign, Starry, uh, as myself. And I, the, um, the DM of that group was like, hey, we're doing a new D&D campaign for our podcast. You just, just make a character sheet, come on. I was like, oh, okay. All right, bet. Like, I made it that night. Two days later, I'm sitting in a VC doing a session zero, fumbling the bag, might I say. Um... And that's where I got my first real experience. It was pretty much just me saying out of the blue, hey, I want to do d and It sounds kind of fun. Also because I had nothing to do on the weekends. And I, lo and behold, here I am. I'm DMing uh, one of my, like, favorite games. I've spent a while working on this, and I'm glad that you guys are all a part of it. Um, getting to the nitty-gritty topics. Wizards of the Coast. What the fuck have they done? Um, I I don't know about y'all, but I am totally on the boycott ban. But like, I also kind of don't want to, cause you know. The... Nah, nah, Broski. Let's keep this short. <laughs> fuck Wizards of the Coast. All my homies hate Wizards of the Coast. So real. Wizards of the Coast have not only just like. Just um, if you're watching this Wizards of the Coast, just know this is all for a joke. This is for joking purposes. If you find this a slight slander or liable to your character, um, we will um put a disclaimer that it is for jokes. I'm so sorry. That's if you're watching it. If you're not watching it, uh, fuck you. Um. Anyway, um, I think for the fact that they say it's very much under like funded or under like paid. I understand, but a lot of people have gotten into D&D for the fact that it's a free game. Well, it's not free. Well, technically it is. Technically, well... Hmm. I think the word you're looking for is under-monetized. It is under-monetized. Here's the thing. I'm sorry, but your game has been under-monetized, I'm gonna say, for about 30 years now. And people have managed to enjoy it every step of the way. Under monetized as it is, you guys somehow come up with some new shit every week. 
So, I mean, hey, under monetizing, it's still working as well. I don't, I don't think you should change it. That's just me. Of course, Richard of the Coast is indeed a business. I don't know if any of you guys, any of you other guys have an opinion of Val Sanji. I don't know if y'all have a, you know. Um, we also have someone named Miguel that is uh, currently driving home, but isn't part of the, like, the VC. Um, uh, they're saying that uh, all the homies like Wizards of the Coast. I agree with that. But I just feel as if Wizards of the Coast do not have all the homies hate them. They should, you know, kind of rethink what the fuck they're I don't know about any of you guys, but, you know, that's just my take. Personally, oh, sorry. No, you can go first. Personally, um, I do pay attention to what's happening, but at the same time, I I literally just want to play and not really bother too much. Like, I'm not seriously, like, you know, like, heavy, like, I am a conspiracy theorist or anything. But like you know, pay some attention. But I don't. I'm not like a huge fanatic about it. Real, real, real. That is totally understandable. Um, I I'm totally on board with that. I mean, to be sure. I just it's because a lot of us, a lot of people are just boycotting the game, and I just feel like that's just that's a popular opinion, popular topic. Um. Here's my I think that, you know, to each their own. But I also think Wizards of the Coast should, you know, kind of just re-examine what the hell they're doing, you know? Keep it going forward. I mean, as long as they don't, like, barred us from doing D&D, like, we're saying, yeah, no. I, I'm totally fine. Um, and other pieces of this. Has anyone ever played Pathfinder 2E? I have. Oh my god. Okay, so I think I think Pathfinder, um, this way the system of how way the Pathfinder works, it's more of a um it's more based on like one enemy very powerful rather than multiple enemies less powerful. Mm-hmm. Like I remember uh Pathfinder session with my homie. Um we were fighting this one thing, I was like, okay, what the fuck is this thing like not talking? And I realized, oh that's how its system works. So like with Pathfinder you will have one enemy, but that enemy is strong enough to TPK the entire party. But nine times out of ten, the demon scales it down as the fight continues, just so you know, everything can get out of not, everyone can not die. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sanji, go for it. Bro. Bro. Ayo, Sanji, you can speak, mate. <laughs> Sanji not speaking. That's wild for that, 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 wow. so. um, uh, A quick note on uh, 2E. I do appreciate the larger variety of races. I think it's, you know, it's more creative, personally. I do like him. Yeah, I also like the wheel, the fortitude, and the reflex saves. They're much better than just making strength, because, I mean, if it's, like, something, I don't know, like, if someone's shooting at you, I'd rather you make a reflex save than, like, a deck save, because, to me, that just makes sense. Uh, can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. 
I guess my mic kind of cut off. Yeah, your mic dipped out and said, nah, fuck this guy, and left. Um, no. In that case, uh, let me explain. The Wizards of the Coast situation first, and then I'll switch over to the Pathfinder 2nd Edition thing, because we kind of skimmed past that. Um, right. Wizards of the Coast is a company. Um, I'm not going to blame the workers of that company for the actions that the leadership were taking. Um, and the and the actions of Wizards of the Coast's leadership were also being given to them by their owners. Has uh, I believe it's Hasbro. Yeah, Hasbro. They so it's more so. Sure, fuck Wizards of the Coast, but like they get their marching orders from someone up above, you know. Real, real, real. I understand that. Yeah, I can get behind that. And um, when it comes to us, like boycotting it, you don't really need to boycott something if you don't pay for it. That's valid. In terms of Pathfinder 2nd Edition, never played. I've only ever played Pathfinder 1st Edition once or twice. I'll be so real, 2nd Edition is probably the best one dropped. Right. The version of, well, I mean, it's the only, yeah, the best edition of Pathfinder dropped. It's, it's got like a free action economy, if I think about it. Yep. And not too much better than the one, than the bonus action, because I'm pretty sure in Pathfinder it's there's there's like a race called the Summon, where, um, you can like summon a, a as like a first level character you have a dragon you can fly on, so you can literally action fly in, other action attack action fly out of range, like it's it, and its movement speed is in fucking insane. I just. I mean, I mean technically, D and D can have four actions in a uh, turn: movement action, reaction, bonus action, standard action. True. True. It's just the free action economy is free actions of any type. It's a bit different. Yeah. Um. There's also um. What's it called? Oh, the way that stats are, it's more of a, the way that HP is rolled, so not everyone's at a disadvantage. It's like, um, you calculate your HP, HP based off what it tells you, and your stats go off of if you're trained, untrained, or expert, so you don't, like, have a random fucking perception of, like, 18. I like that also, where it, it gives you, based on what your class is, based on what your race is, the things that are, like, reasonable. Instead of like rolled stats, you have to buy these stats. So no one's rolling straight 18s every time. I have some in my um, tabletop rats um, group that rolls nat 20s all the time. He's cracked. He has God die. I don't know where he gets them from. Probably gonna rob them off of him because they're just it's just good. But yeah, I kind of like that. Well, um, it's just the anti Will Wheaton. True. But. The one downside of Pathfinder is the DCs will always be higher. Like, sometimes there's a base DC of 32. Sometimes there's a base DC of 40. Um, yeah, there's a, you can actually roll 40. And I think at one point, you can get your athletics. I think, I forgot what uh, race and what class. But your athletics can be a plus 20 on every roll. It's it. I I love the way Pathfinder is just put together, but there's also some drawbacks. Like again, you will have lower HP than you normally would in D and D. 
Yeah, and, I, yeah. It's always like if you. How do I phrase this? Um, th- sometimes these things are a double-edged sword. Yeah. Real, not so real. Um, there's also there's also something else. Initiative rolling. I have kind of been like going through notes, going through books, and I've had a conversation with one of my friends. What are you guys' thoughts on like initiative rolling? Um, like instead of rolling just flat initiative with plus that you could roll an initiative for strength, an arcana initiative, a religion initiative, a um, what's it called? A stealth initiative. I because like it the pertaining type of situation, like if you're in a stealth mission and you're getting attacked by someone that's you know say is also stealth, would it be a stealth initiative or would it be just a straight dex? I, I think I would initiative should vary upon situation. I would think that if you're both stealthing, then actually the initiative should be based on something that isn't stealth. For instance, uh, no, no, the I, for, no. <laughs> let, let me tell you what I think. I think that if it's if you're both rolling stealth, it should be acrobatics or athletics, because you're trying to uh, break the other's stealth um, or try to or trying to. Um, approach them as quickly as possible under the cover of darkness. So it's not stealth you're rolling. It's it's something that counters stealth. Real, real, real. Um, what? Are, what? Anybody else's opinion? What are y'all opinions on different types of initiatives? Damn. Damn, bro, you got the whole squad laughing. Nah, real. <laughs> no, but um. Yeah, like, no, like, everybody afraid of the mic. I'm not gonna lie. No camera shy with no camera. <laughs> uh, my I opinion on that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, oh, true, 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 true. Yeah, that's real. That's true. Uh, I've never tried it for myself, but it seems like it'd be an interesting thing to, like, test. I'm not sure how balanced it would be, and it would be probably case by case for what skill you would be rolling with, with. But I would also like to point out that if you are rolling stealth initiative, that would also be dex. Yeah, but you can have proficiencies in stealth. There's a difference between um, pure dex and then dex plus a proficiency. <laughs> That's a good point. That's real. I, um, I would say that... Um, you don't want to make it so that initiative can be based off of any stat, because then you just have that one douchebag who just says, uh, I'm going to roll my highest stat possible with initiative, even though it doesn't make sense. Yeah, um, so, like, uh, sure, uh, I'll roll my religion while we're trying to climb a wall um, in initiative. I don't, I don't care. That's, yeah, that's true. Like, I think as a DM, they would have to, like, pre-choose what you should use there, because, again, I agree with that. Like, it shouldn't be, like, he would just, yeah. I was... No. Yeah, for real. Um, I have other topics, um, but I like, um, but we have someone new just joined, um, a goblin, clown, human being, person. Please, um... We are Japanese Calvin Clown. 
yeah, we are Japanese Goblin Con. Please um, tell us who you are, tell us who you play, and tell us something about yourself. Um, name is Japanese Goblin Con. I uh, play a tiefling druid named Starnate uh, Flowers, which is basically just flowers in like fucking tiefling language or something. Real. And, um, I like boobies. Okay, yep, alright. Mm-hmm, yep, I was waiting. I was okay. waiting. I was waiting. I was waiting. I was waiting for someone. I was, I was waiting. I knew it. I, I knew someone was going to I knew it. I had a timer going. I had a literal timer going. And I thought I was out of pocket. No, we, we made it. Oh my god, we made it 25 minutes. Show me the timer, no, hold on, show me that timer, though. We made it 25 fucking minutes. I'm resetting this bitch. I knew it. There, I knew it. That's all I'm gonna say something out of pocket. Don't you dare reset this after I explained that I watched the fucking Dungeons & Dragons animated series to these people. They never make it back, by the way. They always they stay stuck in the fucking Dungeons and Dragons dimension. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's that's me. Bro, just really dropped some spoilers on us for real. Bro, it's like a twenty-year-old series that was canceled. I did not hear it was a twenty-year-old canceled series that nobody cares about. Thankfully, I did not hear a single one of them. Um. So wait, are we? What are we doing today? We're 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 recording our talk show, homie. Oh, hello. Welcome yeah. to uh, House of Hades Unhinged. By the way, shout out to Sunset City, uh, Sonic podcast for the classic and modern modern age. Shout out Divinity D and D. Um, join their Twitch to watch their you know live streams. They have, I believe, a forty-year a a DMic who has forty years experience um running their like official like Twitch live stream. Um, they also have sponsors, so we're trying to get them sponsors because you know Moolah looking really good in pockets. But you know I mean, like especially since we're going to college soon, money. You know. <laughs> Wait, am I getting paid for? If y'all are getting paid for this, am I getting paid for this? Everybody who appears on the episode is getting paid for the episode. I'm not going Wait, wait, wait. I don't want to get paid for this. Um, the reason why is because I don't want to fill out tax forms of, um, like, like shit. I'm, 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 a, I'm a, But that's later on down the road. We don't have to worry about that now. We're just, we're just vibing and having fun with the homies. I think that's what it's all about. All right. Uh, segment of the podcast where it's a would you rather um, oh dear you Sanji, you are you not you do not want to play this game with me sanji would you rather fight a would you rather be a level 15 fighter fighting a adult red dragon with other party members that are only support or would you rather be level one taking on a brass wormling with everyone else who has important role and you're just healer. I think I'd rather take like the uh, level 15 fighter simply because of um, 
how you can actually work it as like a character ex uh, exploration. Because um, even if you go, even if you die, you die fighting, and uh, you know how you work that in is going to be interesting. I'm again, I'm a newbie here, so like I can't really say, oh, I do this, I use these abilities, because I have no clue what the fuck the abilities at level fifteen are. But um, but but you know what you can do as a character, and like how you can like um, like work this into like a greater narrative is what I'd. It, I'd like from that, so yeah. Um, we're gonna go to Yoko. Would you rather? Same question. Would you rather fight a adult red dragon as a level fifteen fighter, or would you rather fight a brass one um as the only support on your team? Okay. Party. So, a couple of questions as yeah. a fighter or. What is the level of power build that is allowed? Um, that's a good question. I've never gotten to a campaign where we reach level fifteen. If I'm being so honest with you, I've never played. Because it's it depends on the level of power build and also how many party members. Um, let's say standard um four. Okay, so four party members. Three support members. I think you could rack up enough damage out of pure buffs and um, to trade up one shot the adult red dragon. But I personally would probably take the brass dragon wormling because while it's very dangerous, if there's like any cover around, it pretty much negates its breath weapon. And there's also three fighters that are doing like 10, 15 damage a turn. And me who can be healing them. Uh, as they take damage, and um, rather than just one fighter that might be doing 300 damage, but I haven't actually gone through and done the power scaling, but at standard, like, level 15, you might only be doing, like, 30 damage a turn, which really isn't going to be enough to kill an adult red dragon in any kind of time. Uh, but I, it, I think it'd be a really interesting one-shot just to run for fun's sake. All right, all right. Um, I am going to change it up. Val, I have a question for you. Would you rather Hello. be a life? Would you rather be a life domain cleric or a death domain paladin? Oh boy. Uh, I don't usually play paladins, but I am getting used to playing clerics, so I feel like cleric would be the good, better choice for me. So I choose a cleric. All right. Uh, reasoning. Um. Oh, wait, yeah, you just gave it a reason. I'm so sorry. Um, we're going to jump over to the Goblin Cloud. I have a different question for you. Would you rather be in a 1v1 situation with someone you know you're going to die against, or would you rather be at the end of the campaign and the entire party gets to be killed? And, like, for reference of the person you're going to 1v1 against, if you die, you can no longer play. What is your your um your, your standpoint on that? Which one would you rather be in? I, can I just like pop in and say so? Would you say that that's like? Would you rather go down fighting against an unwinnable foe, or 
after many trials and tribulations, your entire party falls at the last hurdle. I like the way you put that. Well done, Sanji. Um, what Sanji said? 1v1 against uh, the op? Or after so much hurt and pain, would you rather in the end inevitably die? Real. 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 Yep, I agree. I 100% agree. Wait, me? What the fuck? Oh. Yes, you. He said, fuck, fuck. You said, uh, I think you should fucking listen. <laughs> no, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm multitasking right now. Anyway, okay, so what, what was the question? Bro, Would you Bro is flabbergasted for real. <laughs> would you rather one v one? Would you rather go out fighting against an enemy in a campaign, or would you rather, after many hurdles, challenge generations, lives and deaths, have the campaign end at the end in the final boss fight where you inevitably die? I, do I have any sort of chance? Like, even if I, even if I was to roll very lucky and they were to roll very unlucky, in both situations, you still die. Mm. I'll go at the end because that's just a bad ending. Whilst the first one is just me fucking dying to like a fucking slightly higher level enemy, basically. Okay, all right, all right. I'm gonna start that. Uh, Mikey, this one is out towards you, my friend. Would you rather? Play a healer class. Um, let's say Circle of Shepherd Druid at a level twenty, where you pretty much heal everyone to max health. Um, or would you rather be a level twenty, let's say, warlock? Oh, that's so easy. I love playing chaotic characters. I would rather be the warlock. <laughs> Especially because, like. If I'm going to input something here, warlocks are like infinitely malleable based upon like the theology of the realm that you're in, because warlocks have to have a patron, right? So, yep, yep. so, so if your if your warlock um, is in a realm where the typical patrons can't really apply, you, they have more creative license and availability to chaos than literally any like other class, in my opinion. That, that is real. Um, like creating madness. <laughs> all right, we're going to start this last round, and then we're probably going to have to wrap things up really quickly. Um, Gnarly. So, Marky, Mike, Mikey, this one is going back to you. Would you oh, rather? God. Okay. Would you rather kill the god of a world and become the god, which means the burden of that like D and D world, that god's burdens is pushed all upon you. Would you rather become that world's Satan? <laughs> that, that world's version of Satan. You're giving me the option for chaos, and you don't know which one I'm going to choose? I'm sorry. I feel like all the responsibilities in the world are just fuck shit up for a little bit. If, if, if I may, if I may speak, I feel like everyone in this, like, fucking entire uh, recording session would probably choose Satan just because of the chaos that they can cause. Nah, nah, nah. Just for the meme. <laughs> you misunderstand. I'd play God and still be fucking chaotic. Nah, <laughs> you, you know what? You know what? That's right. That's you know, God. That is, yeah. 
Satan is kind of locked into evil. Whereas God can be anything. A God can be anything. Not capital G God, I should say. What I do, I I go straight up to God's royal palace. And I just, like, remodel everything so that it's 80s, like, bubble pop for no reason. And then I go down... Then I go down to the ground and just say, Disco time, baby, and we just party all night. <laughs> rave, rave. All right. This yeah, question. That, you just, sorry, Sanji just raised a, a very good question of like, if I become God, yeah, all the responsibilities, but also can I just like completely change the theology behind that God and just fuck with every single paladin, cleric? Worship for that God because that's also funny. You're absolutely right. Ooh, I'm gonna actually jump in on this question as awesome. Um, Just like the price right hike after under new management. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking mega mind, like you've saved us. Oh, I wouldn't say saved. More like under new management. New management. I would. Right question. I have a question for you. If you're saying that. In this new yeah. world that you've created as this god, all right? Yeah. Is the Queen of England real? Fuck you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bro. That shit is out of fuck. I'm not gonna lie. Fuck you. Like, like I'm not a monarchist. The Queen of England. I'm not a monarchist or anything, but she is. is. Why, why what about the Easter Bunny? What about the Easter Bunny? It's a Mega Mind reference, yes. Just so everyone knows, I am not referring to the event. I'm referring to Megamind. You know what, T? Uh, if we're going strictly off of the Incredibles reference, then no. Megamind, you fuck. <laughs> Megamind. Megamind, you uncultured swine. Listen, the animation is similar. Okay, give me a break. I will stab you, but oh, anyway. That is literally Disney versus DreamWorks. That is actually literally Disney versus DreamWorks. Alright, Sanji, I have something that might question... Okay, I want you to answer this question as if you are Burakast. If some of you don't know, Burakast is a noble um, follower of Hephaestus. I want you to answer this question as if you have the morals of Burakast. Would you rather kill the vampire warlord who has killed thousands of innocents... Or save your best friend, resulting in losing the only chance you have to stop the vampire. Here's the catch. If you kill the vampire, who is to say? Actually, you know what? Go ahead and answer the question from there. I'm going to add that on a little bit. You've given me, like... Oh, that's really hard, because, like... Loyalty is like a soldier. Or it, like, like, even though he hates the military as itself, like he recognizes like the importance of like sticking close to your comrades but then like doing the duty of saving like like saving the tortured souls of the innocent now that it's hard most likely he would probably go to like kill the vampire because like like it's it's all you've just given me the fucking trolley problem but like D uh and, um but like most likely he would slay the vampire lord at the cost of his friend um, and probably beg for forgiveness afterwards. Alright, alright. I have one for you. Um, Mikey, answer this as if you were um, Demi. Would you... Alright. Would you rather 
This is another God question. Would you ever kill the God and unleash ultimate chaos? Or would you rather the God kill you and you come back as a chaos agent for the God? Which God is killing me? That's a valid question. Because um, if it's Eros, I'm going to come back and create chaos for him. But if it's not Eros, then get fucked. Yeah. I forget who was. I know there was a God of Discord. I do know that there was one, but I can't remember their name. It's generally thought of as Hermes because he is the trickster guy. Uh, no, Hermes uh, is the Do you guys? God, we like, we need like a theological expert in, <laughs> for like this kind of shit. It's <laughs> not really theological. You just need to clarify whether or not you mean arrows, because God everybody in the context of Greek mythology. What about Aphrodite? Eros is, you know. Aphrodite, 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 the goddess. Mm. I think that she would do the same for Aphrodite only because if she killed Aphrodite, Eros wouldn't like her anymore, and Eros is very. Hey. All right, all right. Um, my good friend Val, time to, once again, answer this question as the. Okay. Would you rather see Persephone die or have oh Hades God. hate you or have Hades hate you forever? No, dude, no. You're pulling at my heartstrings. <laughs> for the backstory for ah! this, um Thane is in, in the campaign, Thane is the stepchild to Persephone and the real child to Hades. Dude, oh my god. Um so again. Persephone dies, or Hades hates it forever. Yes, literally banishes, banishes you from the underworld, takes what you have in order to get to the underworld, no. makes Sanity hate you. Um, you and Hecate no. are no longer Becky. Y'all don't hang out no more. <laughs> what other oh terrible things? What other terrible thing can I throw in? Um, if, if I, I wait, like if I may, if I may, yeah. uh. Me personally, uh, I'd I'd recommend Persephone dying because uh, there I believe in Greek mythology there is a way to bring back the dead. I mean, um, as you may be true, gods, especially uh, gods, especially yeah, gods. No, it's very easy. To, a... Very easy to do because Hades himself controls who is allowed in. Yeah, and fucking out, uh, in and out of Hades. However. Typically, he, he does so with very um, strict um, conditions, such as the whole... And technically uh, speaking, in fact, hold no, on. No, no, give me a sec. You guys just kind of took over my question. Oh, no. It's okay. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm so fucking sorry. I'm, I'll shut the fuck up. Yeah, um, okay. it just kind of depends on how Persephone does die. Because... Um, let's just say um, you and Persephone are just chilling at, um, hmm... A uh, lunar eclipse, uh, big uh, giant orgy. Because let's let's be honest. What this, the fuck? This is ancient. The what? Is it orgy? Hey, yo! Question. Sorry. Y'all are chilling at an orgy after party, right? And um, let's say it's your mother. It's crazy. Yeah, mother and son hangout. <laughs> oh my god. Um, um, let's say 
Zeus uh, had too many in his system. Um, goes on a rampage and uh, kind of just gores your mother right in front of you. God, Rips off fuck, God damn! What's going on? Um, would I be blamed you, for the death of Persephone? No, you would not be blamed for the death, but again, you are watching her just get her chest punched through. Um, I feel like scene would, um, I feel like scene would resent Zeus. I feel like he would already, he already does, in a sense. Um, I feel like he would rather see his mother die than be banished from his actual, like, semi-natural father yeah yeah um though he would tr he would do his best to bring back his mother at any cost right. Right. so it doesn't <laughs> lead to option two all right i am the fun part about asking these questions is i am able to pull at what your character loves and hates the most and, and i feel just... like i feel like i'm gonna be the most hurt out of after this campaign um, I feel well, like I no, no, I would. I never feel like I'm gonna be Jeff. like. Sh I feel like I'm gonna be shattered after this. I would never leave just you, Scar. No, no. Why don't I just oh, leave fine. You? Yeah, you're so. I'm you're pretty so, sure my I'm character so does grateful. not care about anything. This I'm question. So grateful that's not just me. Now, this question is now headed towards Yoko. Would you and answer this question as zero? Would you rather yes. be part to make a weapon, uh, but you have your sentient being your sentience as a weapon, like you were a talking sword as a weapon, right? Um, mm -hmm. definitely not a rip off of uh, the, um, what's it called? What's it called? Fuck, I forgot. Anyway, you are a talking sentient weapon, or would you rather be made of flesh? Dear God, um, so for the made of flesh option, is this like we're restarting from ground zero, uh, all of the memories from the past life intact, but um, I am born into the world as a flesh creature, like a creature of the up, flesh, if you will. You wake up memorizing how much the God persecuted you for your ex existence. You remember everything. But you wake up fleshy. Uh, am I the equivalent age in flesh as I am in machine? Um, let's say you wake up as an 11-year-old. Okay, so I wake up as an 11-year-old flesh child. Yes. Uh, with all of flesh. the memories of two whole years of persecution. Um, so I'm essentially just a depressed Gen Z teenager. Um nice. Or I am okay. Do I am I conscious for the process of going from large gun yeah. to small gun? Um, you say like um, let's say make it a little gruesome. Yes, you are conscious. Okay, um, zero. Speaking as zero, I believe that. Okay, I really need to know this. The flesh person. It is it just like your body has morphed into flesh, you are now a flesh being, or is it like you have replaced the consciousness of some fucking 11-year-old and that consciousness was just evaporated? Oh, actually, let's make this more interesting. You and, your, you and that 11-year-old's conscious flips. Okay. 
Zero would absolutely go for being forged into like a sword, no matter how painful, because his curse of existence as um, being persecuted by the gods is something he would not wish upon anybody else. Um, he is going where life. There's no way I could be scheming from this. Like, not at all. Uh, he is going through life um, essentially pathless because fate is controlled by the gods and the gods do not like marriage. All right. All right. All right. Well, I thank you all for your answers. I thank you all for your participation. Um, that will conclude tonight's um, talk show, The Wizards of the Coast. Yeah unhinged um before we leave um our first episode will most likely be up um uh this episode um will most likely be up around i want to say tomorrow at the end of the day as this is that that's been our first episode all right say bye guys bye 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 everyone love you Dear God, man. <laughs> uh, shout out to you.